What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What the word, honey? What's the word? The podcast. A words of wisdom idea. He's laughing. I pressed play already. Um, so I'm going to start with the one welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's three go. thank yous. To the cast, I really appreciate y'all today. You are tuned in to What's the Word, the podcast, A Words of Wisdom Idea. Today, we're going to talk about priorities. Um, the purpose of What's the Word, the podcast, is to have more real conversations, share our experiences, and bridge the gaps that often divide us, because we have something to say. Shout out to all the wisdomers around the world. Visit wordsofwisdom.com to order your favorite hat. Now, first things first. <laughs> That's a little priority pun. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the origin of the word. So priority is a Latin word, which comes from prior. Um, and medieval Latin, which comes from prioritas, which means former. So I will start by asking you all, how do you define priority? <clears throat> Popcorn style, anybody can. Okay. Um, it is that thing that you make most important. Okay, that thing. That thing. <laughs> um, uh, I would say priorities are ever changing and necessary and relevant and most important. Like, I mean, it's always going to be a different thing. Mm hmm. But it's what is at the top of your mind in the morning, first thing when you wake up, and the last thing on your mind before bed, I would say. Okay. What you got for Yeah, I mean, I think priorities are different for everybody. Um, and I think a lot of it is just timing, right? And what your priorities are. They've changed since, you know, I was a teenager, from when I was a kid, from when I'm going to be a father at some point down the road. Congrats. For sure. Congrats. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> is this Shout true? out to whoever that's going to be with. Haven't met her yet, but I'll keep looking. So. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, your life represents all the things that you made a priority. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think oh, yes. when you say that, right, you start to think like, yeah. damn. For sure. Where are my priorities? Because <laughs> you get to see where your life is. Yeah. So what are the most important things in your life? Health. I would say I'll just give a few, like travel, um, knowledge. I was mm -hmm. going to say education, but I feel more so knowledge because you don't need mm -hmm. education. You need knowledge. Okay. And that turns into wisdom and experiences and health and love and family and friends and that's it that's it <laughs> i think i started with health because without my health how can i accomplish any of my other priorities True. Mm -hmm. like travel um but other things that are ooh, i feel like i'm whispering hold up <laughs> um other things that are important to me are relationships like i feel like without that you know because I like to travel to build relationships, to meet new okay. cultures, to experience new things with new people. Um, and, yeah, everything Megan said, honestly. <laughs> she nailed it. She really did. Sorry, guys. Off. I didn't, I didn't, you know, you could have said spirituality. You could have done that. You could have uh, said. But hey, that's another thing that's love. evolving. I, it might, you know, that's another thing that's evolving. Love is you said love. Yeah. I'm going to throw work in there because I'm that guy. Okay. <laughs> you, a, someone's got to be that guy. Somebody's got to pay for my travel. This and I know true. who it's not going to be. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
It's just not. It's just not. You know, got to pay the bills. Not my thing, but whatever. So work is one of the most important in your life, though. Yeah, for sure. Right now, because what what are my liabilities and priorities in life? Yeah. Very few. It's kind of me, myself, and I against the world right now. <laughs> yeah, that's but it. that's right now. That's this yeah. time frame I'm in. It wasn't always that way, and in the future, it may not be like that. You know, I I, I just read that Elon Musk. We all know who Elon Musk is, of Tesla. course. Right. So <laughs> he works, or he's trying not to now, but he works 140 hour work weeks. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Right. No, no seriously. What no kind sleep. of? But like that then he think, and then he says. I could work normal hours, but people who work normal hours don't change the world. Right. Mm. It's true. Okay, be right <laughs> So, like, right. I completely, like, that. that's true. You know, you're working, you're investing right now, and that's his mm-hmm. priority. And that's, right. Exactly. Which right. makes sense because ultimately you want to see, like, the fruits of your labor, so to speak. Sure. But, like, some people just work a lot, and it's like a dead end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and th- I think that's when it becomes unhealthy or unproductive. Yeah. I think they're not prioritizing. Yeah. Sure. Or, or they don't have their why. Because I think yes. the why really fills into that. There's people that work till 10 o'clock at night because they don't want to go home and see their wife and kids because mm-hmm. it's chaos at home. Yeah. They, they want to say that they're at an event when they're really not or they yeah. want to do things to be busy mm-hmm. to, to run away from whatever it is. So if your why and why you're working 140 hours a week because you love what you're doing, then yeah. you do I mean, it. it's the cheesy like it's not really work because you love what you do, but mm-hmm. it's all work. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you're not working, you're vacating. And if you're vacating, you're, you know. For sure. And I think, I mean, I learned this at a forum a long time ago with a group of people I was with. But the cliches are, it's true. Corny as they are, it's just come, true. Yeah. Like, it's the truest stuff ever. Truth. Like, yeah. no matter how cliche it is, it's like, it's been said so many times because so many people yeah. can agree to it. And they're also simple, like, cliches. Mm-hmm. And the most simple things in life. Like the most beautiful things. Please right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what would be, you know, now that we figured out what are the most important things in your life, like what are some ways or like how do you prioritize what you need to do on a daily basis? Hmm. I am a list mommy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I make lists out the hee-haw. <laughs> like I have a planner, a budget, but a planner budget book and my cell phone like in the morning i'll wake up and text myself all the things i need to do mm-hmm. and then i'll transfer it over to my planner you text it to yourself yes uh, wow. we have so many thoughts in our mind mm-hmm. you lose it happens to me all Instantly, the time right i'm just curious to know how that text message looks is it like from your number to your number like who does it come from i send myself emails and leave them as unread exactly i all do that with stock information all the time yes. guys are so cool I do it. okay so because if not it'll, it'll be fleeting i can't tell you how many ideas i lose in the shower i kind of want to get that water yeah. from the phone thing because <laughs> no, i lose so many you ideas get like a write like a note something yeah. to write no. in the shower you just become yeah. like picasso in the shower siri that's the best time <laughs> yeah, just tell her what's up. <laughs> Alexa in the bathroom. I don't even know who you're yelling to. So, anyway. <laughs> so wait, so you make the list. Yeah. That's how you day. prioritize what you need to do on a daily basis. And you text yourself. Yep. So I'll make a list of all the things that I want to get done. And then I'll rewrite the list in my planner in a prioritized fashion. So like, what's the most important thing I have to do? I'm very like strategical with everything, though. <laughs> it's to a fault sometimes. Okay. Yeah. 
Was, that's your way. Right. And everybody's got to find their way. I'm huge on my calendar. So okay. Easy. Like this here tonight was in my calendar with the address uh-huh. I'm going to. So as soon as I need to leave, it says, hey, you're 33 minutes away or whatever the case may be. Um, and I have to do that down to even in my in my calendar. I, I literally just changed it. It's every single day, 365 days out of the year. I set it in my calendar to get up at either 6.30 or 7 a.m. And usually it's to like work out, read have coffee, whatever. And in the past it was like a different cadence. And then now I just moved it to move past the wall because I felt like I hit a wall. Um, one thing I like doing is working out and I stopped doing it because I was traveling and it just like one thing leads to the next. And I was getting pissed because I would get up every morning and I wouldn't do it. And I kept coming up with some excuse. Oh, I have a call. Oh, I have an email. Oh, I have this. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's raining. And like, you can come up with a million excuses. And I was like, you have to move past that wall and just do it. And so that's what's like logged in my calendar. It pops up every single day and I try to do it. That's beautiful. Sure. I love that. <laughs> it's the only way. Because if you don't make that time for yourself, yeah, for you're sure. never going to do it. I mean, I, I, and it's, it's crazy and like, you know, whatever the word is for it. I, I used to like put dates with girls on my calendar. Oh. And I would have, I swear to God, I would have girlfriends okay. that would be so pissed because they were like, what am I, just another meeting or another appointment to you? I'm like, if it's not there, it doesn't exist. And I don't want to be. <laughs> wow. Because if, if I have so many things going around. Uh-huh. My mind gets diluted where if it's, if it's here and I know it reminds me, I don't have to remember it. So as soon as you text me and say, hey, Wednesday night, 7 p.m., be there, boom, it was there and I didn't think about it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got a notification a couple hours ago plus your group chat and it was like, oh, that's right, I need to go. Yeah. And it's just there's things months Very organized, for sure. It's the only way. You drive yourself nuts if not. Forward yeah. thinking. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 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 yes, nigga. <laughs> What was the question again? The question is, where how do you we? prioritize what you need to do on a daily basis? So, <clears throat> so, <laughs> hmm, I base it more on a, uh, like, I look to the future, but I'm also very in the present as well. So, we know I'm a nurse, right? So, that's a whole day blocked out. Like, I wake up. And I know I have little things that I can prioritize in that day. Other than that, my priority is my patient at work. So my priorities in the morning before work, I wake up a little earlier. I always give myself a little extra time. I wake up a little earlier and I have that time to stretch. That's the only time I'm going to have that time for myself until 8 o'clock later in the day. So I give myself 15 minutes to stretch. I give myself 15 minutes to make breakfast really quick because breakfast is priority. Okay. Mm Um, and I have my work clothes already set out, ready for me by the door, you know? So those are the little things that I can prioritize on my days off. Those are more open for what I'm going to, what I'm transitioning to in my, in my other career, I guess Mm -hmm. that would be called. Yeah. And with that, it's like what's most important for me right now focusing on that one thing and whether that's reading a book or doing research so it's not at nowhere nowhere near that organization which is inspiring though Mm -hmm. um mine is just much more free but i always have it in my mind Mm -hmm. what are the most important things for me and that is researching on what i plan to do with my life now that i'm changing into writing and poetry hearing you say this and since i've known you for so long Mm -hmm. i feel like because you're so present um you don't forget things like Mm. because she doesn't really write things down usually no um Mm -hmm. and i think like since i'm always like 
thinking somewhere else, I have to write it down because it might like slip away. Like yeah. you it's actually very interesting that you say that because at work, so many of the nurses, they do write everything down. Like there's, especially in the ICU, you have people that are constantly coming to you like, all right, this needs to be done. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. And, and so many people, you have to have a list right. for me. I don't write anything down. I remember it all. And so when I'm training someone, they're like, how the heck do you remember all of that? And for me, I'm just like, it's kind of like, I'm very visual. Like I know they told me that I have to do this. So in my mind, it's already going to be done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what to call that, mm-hmm. but it's always in my mind. I'm always thinking about what I'm going to do next. And mm-hmm. it doesn't become overwhelming for me so much. It's a, comf- it's comforting. Yeah, and the fact that you're so present. Well, yeah. and you're, but you're focused. I think that's, that's the main it, yeah, factor of that. If you're focused and you don't lose it, it's it's when you have because there's so many stimuli now going in everybody's yeah. thing, phone, earpods, people running, baby screaming, like whatever. There's so much <laughs> yeah. going on that like you, if you're super focused, you will always retain it. It was like the same thing in college. Like I would never take notes because I would just listen for, for 45 yes, minutes same. and I'd move on. I never took notes and everybody yeah. would get pissed when I get an A. Like it's not that difficult. You just have to pay attention. And like yeah. some things come more difficult than others. You know, like some sure. topics are more difficult than others. Some click, some don't. But for sure. if you're focused and like genuinely focused, not right, focused, focus. <laughs> you can normally retain a lot of the stuff. For sure. And... I mean, you all are the experts, so this part is going to be for um, our listeners, but these are just wise words for people to um, stop prioritizing <laughs> eating. That was know, not gas. That, that was not gas. That was the chair. Those leather chairs um, are real. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll let her get away with that one. But um, yeah, no, just stop prioritizing easy um, because it makes you less likely to do the things that count. So, you know, like when days feel like a lot of busy work, but there is an absence of life work like activities and contributions that you make to the world. Um, just do things that support your life, joy, health, etc. Um, it's always easy to start with like the little baby goal because it doesn't take that much time. Right. But you start to like push back all the things that really matter, that really would make an impact, that really would take some thought. And then you just find yourself being super duper busy but not productive. Yes. Oh my god, I read that the other day. Yeah. It's and true. um which is the perfect segue to our next question, which is for you all. Um, what are two things that receive most of your time, attention, and energy? Just two. Ugh. Two things that receive most of your time, attention, and energy. That's a good question. <clears throat> Off the bat, I think it's going to be work okay. for me. Um, producing, especially, because just... It, Everything I do, I want to be great at it. Like, I don't want to half-ass anything. So when I'm at work, it's all of me. Um, and then And because it's all of me, I've been able to have so much success in a short amount of time because I've just been, like, laser-focused. Here's my energy through the good, through the bad. Whew, tons of bad. Tons of good, though. <laughs> tons of good. And then I think my second one would be my mental health because I give so much of it to my work life. When I'm not working, I have to take a step back and meditate and stretch and journal and, you know, get lifted or swim, right. whatever. Right. right. Mental health and work. Okay. Mental health and work. What you got? I mean, those are kind of right up my alley as well, just because that's kind of what I feel like I do all day long. I'm trying to keep a balance between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness. Because, sure, I mean, I guess sure. for me, work would be one thing, clients would be another. Um 
but there's no kind of on-off switch. Like we were talking before we went on air was about, you know, it's almost like I'm on call for a nurse because everybody has their schedule and everybody has needs and demands and you have to fit onto their different time frames. And you also, in the midst of that, have to figure out how you prioritize yourself, certain things like me getting up early, staying up later, doing things like that, or else you don't have time for yourself. Yeah. And there's like the analogy of like the buff, the bucket half full. And it's like if you're trying to fill up somebody else's bucket and you only have one bucket to give, you mm-hmm. start spreading it out all these different places, nobody else's buckets are full. So you're spreading yourself kind of like jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm. Another idiom at that. And I, you kind of have to know yourself well enough to prioritize if you see yourself getting spread too thin to kind of... Take a step bring back. it back, take a step back. But part of that's just knowing yourself and being introspective on what's important, what's not. Totally, for sure. I would say <clears throat> work for sure and uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that I, when I'm, even when I'm at work, you know, I still make that I'm always thinking of my friends, my family, and even, you know, co- like networking. <laughs> like um and I think even more so just being kind. So um when I'm at work and when I'm not at work at at all times, I'm establishing relationships with everyone through simple conversation. And I know that I give a lot of my energy to that, mm-hmm. to wanting to make better for others. Mm-hmm. And I think that also is good for my mental health. Because mm-hmm. I feel good about it. For, for sure. sure. And it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And it's a priority. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. So out of everything that you all said, um, I think work was in everybody's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the other most important or, you know, the thing that received the most of your time, energy, um, would you say that that's something that helps you contribute in a meaningful way? Like, are these things that kind of help you, like... Give back. Yeah. Just like more than just yourself, you know. Like, right. is is it? Are you placing your energy in places where it's yeah. shared among others? I feel like she just opened that up a little bit. With yeah, her hers for. I mean, she don't have a choice. <laughs> That's so. <accurate. laughs> it's true. Yeah. I'm signed up for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I deal with death on a daily basis. Like my my last four patients have passed away. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, interacting with the family, you know, con- consoling the family after their loved one has gone, that's huge. But now branching into my poetry and my writing, that's going to be giving back also because when I speak on love and, and heartache. <clears throat> sorry? And modeling? And <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know how modeling could give back. <clears throat> Acting. What you mean? <laughs> what about all these Afro Latina women that feel like they don't fit into the world because oh, they're too brown true. or too white or too black or too tan? Okay. There you go. So right. So I haven't thing. started modeling yet, but I'm also thinking about that. Okay. All right. So my headshots I will be coming out soon. What else? Hey. But the but with the writing, I know that I can be I will be giving back because I am speaking on relevant topics and that will help you in mm-hmm. mourning or in, you know, when I lost my brother or in abuse or in heartache or you know, there are so many different outlets that people may not feel like they can speak about, but if they read then we are shared in that, and that mm-hmm. makes the world feel a little less lonely. For okay. sure. And that's what I want to do. For sure. For sure. I think she already does that. Like, when I read your work, I feel touched. Mm. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Tangible work. I like that. I know. And then with you, I mean, 
You're you in the real estate, right. so like you really creating a whole a whole life for somebody. Yeah, you are, and you're you're seeing people go through different chapters um, of their life. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to work with you know a couple different people who I've been through several different properties with, and each one is the same, and and there's different things they put into it, and it's a home, and and you know you never really realize how emotional it is until you're like literally at that point where they're like cashing checks and mm-hmm. and and handing over keys and all of those types of things and you see the energies that like sprinkle around in those I'm, I'm not really big into the whole energy thing but i do believe that like people create a space and there's something that you walk into every single time you go into somebody's home um Luckily, I deal with mostly. I like dealing with newer construction because you don't have to deal with that component. But there's a huge emotional aspect of it. I mean, I have a lovely lady for a house that I've listed, and she's lived there for the last 25 years. And mm. every time I go in there, it's like I see photos of her kids. There's the markings on the wall from where the kid was seven years old and growing up. Like you see all these different types of things, and like that's going to be a tough one when it's done and sold and moved on. Of like the emotions that come along with that but you're also paving somebody putting them in a new position in their life yeah um and it's more than just a transaction it's like a real human interaction for um, sure and that's the thing that this business will always have regardless of technology and all the other things that are going into oh, it's gonna stay around today's world I mean, you know, yeah. so. you're gonna need a house yeah, wherever you are you're gonna need somewhere to live yeah. <laughs> hey, robot can make my chick-fil-a but she's not gonna i hope not house. i'm not going um all right, so thinking about that, um, thinking about the future, thinking about building for others, um, what would you say or, you know, what what would significantly move you towards your dreams, like, today? Hmm. Like, what we, if we could do something? Yeah, like, a personal, like, because, I mean, it's all, like, like your own experience. Hmm. I think confidence. <laughs> I know you touched on that just a little a little while ago, but I think that is the basis. Yeah. To if you believe that you can do it, and then once you believe you can do it, then you find out how to do it. But it starts with, are you confident enough in believing that you can do it? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, for me particularly, in my producing career, I'm confident that I can do it because it's logistical I guess it's creative you know I'm producing and editing and stuff like that but in my voiceover acting and in my performing and like singing I'm kind of like I know I'm so talented but mm, why don't I know I'm all the way fucking talented right what is stopping me so there's something in there that there's something in the closet (laughs) that I'm cleaning out every spring okay Eminem (laughs) um yeah, so I think just more confidence in because being a creator and being someone no, yeah, just being a creator is a very vulnerable place to be always. For Sharing sure. something that came from inside of you and you didn't even know you could create it and then waiting for someone else to hear that is a very terrifying feeling. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Especially in today's world. Yeah, right. I mean, I think we're like probably and arguably like the toughest generation to be. Mm. Honestly, everyone's so mean. world's we best are critics. So mean right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, think Everybody of the reality. I mean, imagine, imagine being an artist thirty years ago. Right. 
you could put out a piece of art and the only person you're ever going to hear from is that person who maybe put a genie in a bottle and sent you a letter or that person who told you straight to your face, this shit sucks. Right. Right? Now you can have some nerd in Nebraska <laughs> comment on your photo and saying your ass ain't fat. Like, what, what is this, dude? Like, what, but that's like real life and that's real time. And that's, I think that skews and I think that actually has a huge backtrack on like people's priorities yeah. because it gets so skewed. And back to your point of like, you know, what do you want to do and what could you do today? I mean, I think part of it is knowing what you would do if mm-hmm. you even got to that point mm-hmm. um, and, and like where mm-hmm. you're going. Because if you have no clue where you're going, how are you supposed to get there, right? And, and sure. it doesn't have to be business. It doesn't have to be personal. It could be anything. And part of that is, is most people don't take the time to be introspective enough to like learn about themselves to figure out where they want to go in life and what you have to do to get there. Everybody thinks that it's like, let me wake up in the morning, post a quote on Facebook, and now I'm a millionaire. Right. I also think <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like It's unbelievable. I don't think it's like culturally spoken about like, oh, were you introspective today, Desiree? Yeah, <laughs> no one cares. How was your self-reflecting <laughs> evening? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's not... No one asked you that because right. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? But those are the biggest things that do matter. And people are losing confidence and drive and things like that because you don't think that you'll ever make it or you're wondering how on earth these people did it. It's yeah. it's crazy. You for know? sure. It's I agree. For sure. I, um, I would say... Which is cliche, but we already established those are okay. <laughs> we, we like cliches we like here. Cliches. Making time, which is prioritizing, but like okay. making the time and then it goes into their organizing. Like for me, I'm, I'm, I have to make, so I'm, I'm in one thing, right? I'm in nursing, but I am transitioning into the creative and I have to make, so I'm trying to be in like two different things and I have to make that time because that's not paying me right now, mm-hmm. but that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I have to make that time in my day for that. And uh, sometimes I don't and I like beat myself up about it, but, <laughs> but it is at the end of the day that because you have to have discipline. Why do you think you didn't make the time for it? Because it's not paying me yet. Mm-hmm. And so my focus is like that priority on mm-hmm. my work. Gotcha. And then when I come home from work and I'm dead tired, I'm like, damn, I don't feel like writing right now. I'm so right. exhausted. I don't even feel like eating. I'm so tired. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, if I want it bad enough, I'm going to make the time. For right. sure. So definitely making time and being, you know, just disciplining yourself. Like, get it done. Right. You you have to be, in school, we have grades. We have um, deadlines. We have um, professors. So we say... We, we, they, they kind of check us. But when you're on your own, you have to check yourself. Exactly. I was just telling somebody that. And I love how these conversations flow because it's like it leads into the next questions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, as far as, like, making time and everything, I always tell people, like, almost anybody you ask in today's world wants to be their own boss, like, wants to work for themselves, right? Everybody says that. Mm-hmm. But when you see how much work goes behind being an entrepreneur or starting something from the ground up or actually doing it yourself, yeah. a lot of people just don't have it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Because it's like with school, I think school is probably the best example because school is like a structure. Mm-hmm. It gives you exactly. like you got to wake up. You got to come to class at this point. You got to leave. You got to go here. When it's no school in session, <laughs> you got to figure out the times you're going to figure out when do I need to do that? When do I need to call this person? When do I need to email and people just don't really work well without that structure because yeah. they get to the point where it's like, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. I think those are the people that are not meant to be leaders. 
And which is kind of mean, but critic no, but over here. Critic. <laughs> and, and here's the kicker: the, to 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 kind of piggyback on that, there's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. Right. Like you have to think about it. Irregard. Like if you look at life as a as an office type structure, there will Hierarchy. always be CEOs and there yeah. will always be janitors. And there's nothing wrong with either one of them. Right. Absolutely. But you got to figure out what your God-given talents are, and you run with them and yeah. you own them. A lot yeah. of people try to fight uphill against that. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's outspoken. Not everybody wants to get in front of the class and do a speech. Not yeah. everybody wants to have the headache it takes to be a millionaire. Right. I mean, any millionaire or billionaire out there that doesn't have higher levels of stress than anybody else and knows how to deal with them. Yeah, because sure. those risks are real. Because the risks are real. Everybody <laughs> thinks that it's so easy. Yeah. Most people will either never get there or even if they did, wouldn't want to be there once they got there. Right. They just don't know. Right. And then, you know, making the time. Back to what Megan was saying. What... What's something that you need to prioritize more? What's something that you need to incorporate into your life more? For me, my my writing, my, my I'm I'm reading also, so I'm trying to read more often because that reading translates into better writing and and uh, inspires me to do my writing. I want my writing to inspire as well, so I'm reading inspirational to be inspirational, and um, I like that. Thank you. For sure, and uh, yeah, just for sure, my more time for me writing, and I'm I've, I've already started. Like I'm working less. I've gone per diem, so I'm not required to work as much, and mm-hmm. I'm still I'm getting paid more. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What about y'all? What's something you need to prioritize more, incorporate into your day? I feel like there's a couple of things. Honestly, <laughs> like I definitely um, need to prioritize fitness more, okay. um, and. More volunteer work with my voiceover acting, like reading at hospitals, reading for the elderly, just practicing oh, my cool. craft, and um, just recording my own music more. Like, I have all these songs, but, like, you know. First of all, it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my priority is in travel, right, for the experiences. But singing, or recording more, volunteering voiceover work and fitness would be three of my... <sighs> That's a lot. For sure. It takes one step. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know, I think, I think stuff that I'm working on is, is more on like a personal level and like getting to know myself and getting to a point where, because my business is very demanding and the biggest difficulty with real estate is it's here, it's physical and it's on the ground. So every time I travel, I feel very guilty, mm. and there's a sense of anxiety that kind of overwhelms me on it. Um, so I think getting to a point of being confident and knowing like everything will always work itself out, and like getting to a point personally where I'm okay with that, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm my world's biggest critic, and I'm the hardest worker towards myself, and I feel lazy or that I'm beating myself up or whatever. But that's just quality of life, and that's getting to a point of being okay with doing those types of things. Because to me travel wasn't that important before and it's become more important and you can always find uh, ways to do it. Yeah. Everybody comes up with excuses not to. Um, and But once again, people just kind of shoot it in the wind every single day and they don't know you know, what they want to do. 2019, I already made a goal for myself because I work every single day of the week. My goal is at the end of every 45 days, I take a trip and then every 90 days, take a larger trip. Nice. So you end up traveling at least eight times out of the year. Okay, trust the, the process. Way. You have to, and it will friend. be okay. 
it will be fine. You know, if yes. I take a day or two off and do absolutely nothing, yeah. it will be Vegetate okay. on the For couch. Sure. You have to. And then some people function where they need to go all the time because they feel crazy. Like if I have a day off, I literally feel crazy. So that's part of like something that I have to work on myself of mm-hmm. being like, how do you prioritize yourself to be like, this is fine. Yeah. You need this and you need this time in order to come back with a bucket full versus half an empty. Yes. Do you feel like um, travel for you allows you to become more self-reflective? Absolutely. And that's why you want to travel more? Yeah. Well, and I think part of it's like I, I really struggle with like the grass is always greener thing. It's like I've been in Miami my whole adult life. Yeah. And I always am like, oh, my God, if I lived here, it would be so much better. Or if I did this, it would be so much better. <laughs> and if I had a different yeah. job, it would be so much better. <laughs> When it's like, I mean, what is it? It's, I mean, 8.30 in the middle of December, and it's like 65 degrees outside. Right. And anybody who's going to listen to this next week is going to sit in New York in a blizzard. <laughs> but, like, it's so crazy because you can convince yourself anything. And I think yeah. mental health and mental stability of, like, what you tell yourself is so important. Like, reading the books, listening to the podcast is so important. You can convince yourself of anything. Yeah. Like, the brain is the craziest mechanism Known demand. Plug. That's the purpose of Words of Wisdom. That's literally how the Hair Work Company started. And we just, like, created tangible reminders to let people know, like, the power of their mind. And just let people know. It's not just like a, all right, I wear this, I feel this way one day. It's like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have 100%. to literally do it the next day and the next day. Believe it. A habit. It only takes 65 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. For sure. Um, as we segue into our almost last question no dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um we're going to highlight false emergencies uh, because you cannot prioritize other people's emergencies um a lot of times people will call you with you know what they feel to be urgent and they want you to feel that same way so you got to act on it as soon as they do mm-hmm. so just out of curiosity how do you go about prioritizing your time with yourself and the time you spend with your loved ones I think that's actually, like, my 2019 goal, like, prioritizing the energy, not prioritizing, yeah, prioritizing my energy when I'm encountering someone else's false alarm energy, whatever Mm -hmm. you just said, like, because when I care about someone, it's easy for me to just suck in Mm -hmm. their problem and then just try to fix it and help them right away, which is not my problem. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's not my reality. Mm -hmm. you know, I want to help them because I love them, but ultimately they created that with their actions. For sure. Yeah. So it's, I struggle with that. I don't, you know, I'm learning, so I can't even give advice. <laughs> Honestly, that's I true. am on the same. Um, for me, I, my family is chaotic. Three and each. Um, for like a while, like even through college, you know, I would get phone calls from back home, like, your sister did this your brother did this it's two in the morning i'm calling the cops i'm like mom i have a final tomorrow (laughs) you know and it's so easy to feel guilty that you're okay and you're living your life and they're freaking going crazy over there and so how can i help but at the end of the day you come first and like they've all said your mental health comes first and you can't be your best you if you're sleep deprived if you are anxious if you are taking on their issues and so you can be a support system 100% you can be an ear but as far as stretching yourself you only go so far and so that's that's something yeah exactly that's something I'm constantly reminding myself of and I'm just taking a step back. Like, I understand your frustration. I am here for you emotionally, 
But other than that, I can't invest any more of myself because then I will lose myself. Mm. So it's affirmation and remind and speaking to myself like, girl, let's talk. Right. (laughs) Like, totally. Absolutely. Well, and part of it is, you know, it kind of goes back to the topic of like being more introspective on yourself is like, what are you willing to tolerate? Yes. Mm -hmm. So one thing I stopped doing was picking up calls. After, like, <laughs> High five me right here. And I'm just not doing it. Yeah. And it's oh. not because I can't. Yeah. Not because, because I'm not willing care. to. Yeah. And it's not because I don't care. It's just there's a time and a place. Yes. And I promise you, anybody out there will respect your boundary. Yeah. As long as it's a reasonable one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have yeah. some people that come up to me and stuff. I'm just like, that doesn't make any logical <laughs> sense and whatever. Because here's the thing is that... As soon as you allow somebody else's energy to come into your space, it like it overtakes you and yeah. you now become one with them. I mean, I was walking through the office the other day and there was just something. I, I saw a colleague of mine across the way and he was just like, oh, my God, this is like the biggest nightmare. I've wasted so much time today. This is so difficult. Da, 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 da. And me and my eye just come off of like a great meeting, had a great time. Da, 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 da. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. And I swear to you, I was like, just Don't get out of life. here. Like, I can't do this right now because they will bring you down. And it's like. You start feeling that and the, the emotion and the energy. But I think that – and especially for us, it's something that I battle because I'm young, right, mm-hmm. in, in comparison to the other people I work with. Um, and age has always been a number that I've played with. I mean when I was in college, I was 18 years old and I was like at the Heat Games and I was in the nightclub and I was doing that whole thing, selling the lifestyle to these people and I shouldn't have even been there. Mm-hmm. But I was 23 to them, mm-hmm. right? And so like I've always used that as like a malleable thing that you work off of to play to your advantage. But that being said is that, you know, you can't take age um, as being that you don't know what you're talking about or that right. you don't have a boundary or that you're supposed to do things because of that age, right? Yeah. You have to set a line and people will respect it mm-hmm. for sure. if you believe it and don't waver on it. Yeah. Totally. Way too many people say, hey, listen, I'm not doing this. And they're like, oh my God, my girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's just, it's got to be so important to you that you don't waver on it and no one will disrespect that yeah. for sure. if you believe in it and. You stick to it. Damn. Well, we're getting to close. Um, and you know, where's the wisdom? We're a little bit different over here. So at the What's the Word podcast, if you haven't noticed, nobody introduced themselves yet. Mm-hmm. We introduce that. ourselves. I didn't bring it up and mess up the flow, <laughs> hey. but I did notice that. So yeah, we give introductions at the outroductions. It's a method to the madness for sure. But um, everybody's introduced themselves and kind of Shout out, whatever you want to shout out. Let them know what you're working on, if you care to, or whatever. <coughs> the floor is yours. Plug it up. So, hi. <laughs> my name is Megan. Um, should I say my last name? Mendoza. It's all you. Megan Mendoza. Put your okay. tag out there. <laughs> At Meganator, M-E-G-I-N-A-T-O-R. Um, I am a registered nurse. I work in the surgical ICU. Um, and I'm transitioning into uh, becoming a full-time writer, poet, model, creator, inspirer, influencer. Mm-hmm. Influencer, mm-hmm. hashtag. <laughs> hashtag influencer, <laughs> hashtag creative, hashtag art basil. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, and I just really want to make a difference for sure. That's for sure. my purpose. Okay. Oh, uh, hi! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Desiree Vasquez, spelled with a Z, not an S. Okay. So important. Double E's in the Desiree. Okay. (laughs) Um, I am a television producer, 
I currently oh. just wrapped up on a show called Ready to Love for mm. Oprah's Network. It's still airing. Okay. It's super cute. Um, <laughs> let them know, son. And I'm going to be working on a Netflix show in a week. It's a wow. first season dating show, so can't give the name yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm from the Bronx. Uh-oh. But I live in L.A., and I just want to say... What you want to say? Shout out hey, to the hey, Bronx. Hey, no. <laughs> I just want to say, just go for it. Because I never thought I'd live the life I live now and be where I am and be able to do the things I do coming from the place I came from. And I just want to always spread that to people like, sis, bro, <laughs> you got this. Friend. For sure. Always remember that. Audi. Audi. Like it. So my name's Tristan Alexander. With the smooth got voice. Got <laughs> two first names. Throw out the middle name, too. It's oh. three first, but neither here nor there. Um, I am a real estate agent here in Miami, uh, focusing mostly on Miami Beach. Yeah, he does. Um, I saw the sign. <laughs> Dante saw the sign, gave me the phone call, gave me the, gave me the subtle plug. Um, no, I just, I mean, if there's anything I take away from this, you know, aside from the relationship with Dante and the people we have in this room, it's been many years in the making and good things coming. And, you know, one thing to piggyback on the priority and like moving forward, it's like, I remember when Dante first conceptualized these ideas yeah. was, I'm going to do a hat, I'm going to do a website, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. And then it really happened, you know, and okay. the, <laughs> to me, that's super important. There's very few people in this life that actually fall through with what they say they're going to do. Um, and I think that the older I get, the smaller and smaller my circles get. For sure. And growing up in, you know, a split household and things like that, there's certain things that you take away where you don't need, as crazy as it sounds and it's a millennial way, like you don't need 10,000 people on Instagram to tell you that you're pretty or right. that you're successful or that you're good or that you're whatever. Like you just need some so close beautiful. people. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and don't feel like you need all these people to, to say that you're right. If you have that one or two or three people that are like, you're right, moving in the right direction, just believe in that, go with it and trust it. And for what it's worth, it may not be your parents. Yes. Right. Less so, is more as many of yeah, us. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that just won't get it. Right. And you either just got to believe in it so hard that you go all in. Yes. And if it's ever about the, the money or the timing or whatever, you can always find a solution. Somebody told me once who, who built a huge company that has an over a billion dollar valuation. He said, Tristan, he's like, try, try building a company like that with having no money. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, find people that will work for you for free because they believe so much yeah. in your vision that right. they will work for you for free and get to that point. Right. That's what he did. Uh, so don't don't use those as excuses as outs. Because if you have a good idea, you can make it. And there is no generation and no time in this world's history that you have had more resources to like run with. Yeah. Right. Um, to get on YouTube, you can be a millionaire <laughs> on YouTube. Yes, I promise you. Like, do success. any of that stuff. <laughs> That's all you need to do. And I think people sell themselves way too short, or they don't believe in it, or they think they can't do it. Just right. Run with it. For sure. And they. Boom. I mean, that's why the intro outroductions are the best. That's one of the reasons. But um, Meg, Tris alluded to it as well. But what's one thing you took away from today? Because that was kind of like the closing. Um, if any. So if you say nothing, that's cool too. I will never <laughs> say nothing. Because there's always something. Because nothing is something. Oh, Ooh, here okay. we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I wanted to go piggyback off of what he said. Like... Um, 
you, if you think about um, our world changers, our our game changers, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, um, how many people do you think told them no? Mm-hmm. Right when you when we were talking and you told me about Dr. Seuss and how many times he failed, 12, 13 times, and on that thirteenth time, the biggest book ever. The biggest book ever. You know, so many people are going to tell you no, but guess what? You get up, you keep going. It's going to happen. It's going to work. And so I just, I want to say like, don't, don't ever give up on yourself. Believe in yourself 100%. And it'll, sure. it, you believe it, it's going to happen. It may not happen when you want it or how you want it, but it's going to happen. For sure. So be your biggest fan. Right. For sure. Because you don't need IG followers. No, you don't. Right. You don't need 10,000. You don't need three. Duh. Trish said it. <laughs> um, um, the biggest thing I take away is I just want to say thank you to you for creating a community for like-minded millennials and maybe older ex-homies. Right? (laughs) Right? Um, Whoever's listening to just feel like we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah. For sure. Even if our parents aren't talking about it. For sure. Or our partners or whoever is running in your circle. So thank you. That's love. Um, It wasn't me. It's like the universe kind of sent me signs and I just got to go. As long as your eyes are open. So that's what I do. I'm just a messenger. But um, I'll end this by saying uh, start prioritizing freedom. Um, And, you know, you are the architect of your day. She likes that. (laughs) My eyebrows went up. That's (laughs) that's what I want people to know. You are the architect of your day. So, you know, you're building a house. You're building a foundation. Just pay attention to what you do. Pay attention to your habits. Pay attention to what you are prioritizing because it ultimately is shaping up your life. And, um... You know, just make smart decisions. We all mess up. Mistakes coming out soon. And the ending quote, because we always end with the quote, uh, most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough time on what is important. That's from my man, Stephen R. Covey. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We are out.